This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the second drive. Iwiangalele firing deep ball downfield. Cornell Powell with the catch for the touchdown. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. With you another hour on this Monday. Thanks for hanging out. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily and you're subscribed to the BetQL Daily podcast. Download the free Odyssey app and you can watch, listen, and subscribe to the show. Never miss an interview. Never miss a uh, segment there. We're also on the YouTube page, so you can check that out. Uh, Check that out. And the Odyssey sports page, always there, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Uh, Joe G, every single day, starting today, this week, we're going to break down a conference in college football, and we're going to start over on the East Coast. We'll get to the ACC in a moment. want to remind you that we will speak with Ryan McDonough, an Odyssey NBA insider. Some big stories popping up in the NBA this week. We want to cover those with Ryan. And Insider Calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets. They're real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, let's go. I guess we can go division by division because we actually have divisions this year. We will go with the Atlantic, and any ACC conversation begins with Clemson. I think it's hilarious that uh, the win total is set at 11 and a half in a 12 game season. 11 and a half, first game of the year is Georgia. So you're going to have a pretty strong idea after the first game if they're going to go over or under that win total, Joe G. You lose Trevor Lawrence, you lose ATN, you lose Amari Rogers. So what? Win total is 11 and a half. Most places have them as a second favorite to win the title because uh, they've got DJ. Uh, I'll, I'll do the name during the year. I'm a, you know, I'm just warming up, getting ready for college football. Uh, we've got DJ as the as uh, the the uh, quarterback taking over for Trevor Lawrence. Now he did see some time, and uh, they face one ACC team that had a winning conference record last year. There's no there's no reason to believe that it's not the Clemson Tigers uh, coming out of the ACC, and the odds reflect that. Yeah, the only way I see this, their win total not going over, is if they lose to Georgia Week 1, which they certainly could lose, lose to Georgia Week 1, and then they drop the ACC title game. I mean, everything else is set up for wins from, from Week 2 all the way to basically the end of the season. Think about their schedule this year. They start with Georgia. That's very difficult. But they avoid North Carolina, Miami, Virginia Tech. Like the teams in the ACC that might give them some trouble, they avoid them this year. It's as soft of a middle-of-the-schedule as you see what a top team, I mean, the odds reflect them. I mean, think about it. They're minus 900 to win win the ACC. It, it's incredible. Is it minus 900 some places? Jeez. Yeah. 
it's wild. It is, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, even at minus seven hundred, there's you can't put anything down. What, what do you do here? Uh, is there a bet to make here with Clemson? Are you taking them to win the championship? Are you going with uh, DJ to win the Heisman? Anything here? DJ's interesting because we saw him come in last year when Trevor Lawrence had to go out because of of COVID. And you, 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 this is what happens, right? The, the next quarterback at the factory, you always think there's going to be a big drop-off. Think about uh, the way I equate Clemson these days, Joe, is they've become Alabama-ish in that it's just a factory now. That Now they just produce talent and wins year after year. And think about all the Alabama quarterbacks that have left recently. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was Jalen Hurts to Tua to Mac Jones, you, you thought, all right, naturally, this, prob- this guy's probably not going to be quite as excellent as the guy before. Was Mac Jones really a drop-off from Tua? He wasn't. In fact, you some people might say he was better. We thought he was, but he wasn't. Right. And so the same thing could happen here. I mean, it's hard to imagine the next quarterback, DJ, as we learn his name here, is <laughs> is um, better than Trevor Lawrence. Right? Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick, presumptive number one overall pick for years before he got to the NFL. I don't know if DJ becomes that good of a future prospect, but in terms of, of production in college, he could certainly pick up that mantle and win a Heisman. No, why not? Uh, as we start to go over the rest of the ACC, uh, just something that really stands out with the current state of the conference. Uh, we know it's down outside of Clemson. We all understand that. And uh, the passing of Bobby Bowden over the weekend, uh, I just had a lot of flashbacks to when I was a kid. I liked Florida State. Like they were my favorite college football team. There's, you know, like in addition to Notre Dame, because close to here, I grew up a Notre Dame fan as well. But also big on Florida State. We used to take vacations very close to the to their campus on the beach. And that was in the 90s when they were it, when they had prime time. I mean, the, the biggest reasons that this is viewed as a down conference is the teams that we grew up that were dominant, that were real contenders every single year. You've got Florida State and Bowden uh, with two national titles and maybe not in the championship picture. But for a long, long time, when Frank Beamer was at Virginia Tech, they were in the mix. You knew you were going to get get great defense. Bud Foster, their defensive guy, left them a couple of years ago. And great special teams. They were always a threat come Thursday night or Saturday afternoon. And now those programs are kind of like hanging in the balance, not doing much impressive. Who knows? Maybe they're going to be making changes at coach again and at the end of the season. Yeah, and a, just a quick thought on college football and its popularity. I mean, now it's just still gigantic, and it, it's still a great betting market. But yeah, just like there was something about college basketball and football 20, 25 years ago where there were, the coaches were characters. Like mm. they were part of why you tune in. Because in the players change, right? That's college sports. But like Bobby Bowden, uh, Joe Paterno, obviously the legacy of Paterno's changed in a lot of ways for a lot of reasons. But like those yeah. guys is why you, they, they why you watched on Saturday. Now, they still, there's still some in college football. Saban is obviously the guy, but there's less. There's less of those guys than there used to be. It used to be like, wow, that coach versus that coach. Yeah, Bobby Bowden was he was a titan. Like he was a titan of the sport and a big part of the reason the sport grew. So Clemson on one side, Joe, that's that's the play, right? It's like there's yeah. no other you can't even think like, oh, maybe Clemson won't win their side. They're gonna win their side. Well, let's let's stick with the Atlantic for a minute. Is there a team or two that stands out uh, that you find interesting? Just interesting. We know they're not going to win the Atlantic, but just as far as win total, or maybe you expect them to take a jump or even fall back this year. Yeah. So Virginia Tech um, is interesting to me. Uh, Virginia Tech, what, what their number is, I think, seven and a half. They're on the coastal side. Oh, so you right. said the Atlantic side. Yeah, um, it, yeah. Go ahead. You got one? Yeah. I'm just looking through um, Wake Forest 
is worth noting because they have 20 returning starters. Mm-hmm. That's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Boston College. So on the coastal side, they're completely avoiding North Carolina and Miami with their schedule. So you might want to take a look at this. They have the second highest win total on the Atlantic side with seven, but I can see them going over. They have one of the strongest offensive lines in the conference, uh, returning quarterback, Nine of their 11 starters are back on offense, and you're avoiding the two best teams on the other side. I I know a lot of people are high on Boston College to go over. That could certainly uh, be worth a look. NC State, uh, they're going to put up some points. They have have the offense, offensive line, running back, uh, receiving group. A lot of people project them to to be top five in the conference in all of those categories. It's really just about uh, what they're going to do defensively. Win total is at six and a half. And I hope Florida State has a winning year. We, we just talked about the Knowles with Bobby Bowden. Three straight losing seasons. I'm not used to this. Where's this Florida State program going? Big question. They bring in Mackenzie Milton. Uh, a few years ago, you might remember him when he was crushing it at uh, UCF. He had a brutal injury, and he's missed the last two football seasons. So that's going to be fascinating to see what Milton does under center for Florida State. Win total of five and a half. Did you mention Louisville at all in there? I, I, tried I did to... not. I okay. did not. not I'm not interested in them much. How so, about you? Yeah, I like the Louisville over. It's six and a half. They bring back the quarterback, Cunningham. Turnovers last year killed them. But the schedule's pretty soft, um, and they end with an, a, a team they could beat, uh, an SEC team, like because you know, they always play the rivalry with Kentucky. I, I think they could go over. They return a lot of offensive linemen. And they don't play the biggest and best in the ACC. That they're an interesting one to me. Over six and a half, Louisville is is a team I'd look at. Okay, uh, if Syracuse doesn't go over their win total of three and a half, you know Babers is going to get fired. I mean, he a is. couple a couple of years ago, uh, people were intrigued by Tommy DeVito. They thought he was taking some strides, and he was uh, when he was getting some playing time early on in his tenure there. But they can't do anything offensively. I mean, the last couple of years, they've been outside the top 100 in numerous categories. So uh, not a lot of hype on Syracuse. I'm not telling you to go bet the over three and a half, but uh, season on career on the line over at Syracuse there for Dino Babers. Now over on the coastal side, there is a tie for the highest win totals. It is both North Carolina and Miami. Both are sitting at nine and a half. So uh, we might as well start the conversation there. Uh, we want to start with uh, North Carolina or Miami. Let's start with North Carolina. Um, I like them. Joe, you mentioned the win totals are even, but they're also as well. You need to imagine this. Are there odds to win that side? Plus 125 each of them to win the ACC Coastal. I, I like mm. Carolina here. There's returning starters on the offensive line. I trust Sam Howell more, mostly because King, the quarterback for Miami, is coming off a knee injury. Now, he said he's going to be ready for week one. He said We talked about him maybe you know, forcing his way into the Heisman Trophy conversation if he plays well against Alabama week one. I just feel like I could trust Sam Howell coming into the year without an injury more than I could trust the Miami quarterback. And Joe, they played last year. The score of that game was 62-26, to 26, Tar Heels. That's a big gap to make up for Miami. And this year's game between the two of them, is in North Carolina. That's a that's a big difference. So just like what I always feel like in these conferences, when you're talking about two even teams, it kind of goes back and forth year to year on who hosts the game. This year, the game will be in North Carolina. I, I like this Tar Heels team. Uh, yeah, we had J Rod doing the show a couple weeks ago when you were out, and uh, he talked me into Miami under mm-hmm. under the fan base is going wild. They think it's just uh, going to continue. Uh, I can see a step back, and it starts with 
Alabama, <laughs> Alabama. So everyone making the case for uh, King to be in the Heisman hunt this year. Well, all you got to, you know, you just hang around. You don't even have to beat Alabama. You just hang around in that game. Um. Oh, that's it. That's all I have to do to get the thing going. All right. Where I'm going to be in the mix for the Heisman trophy. It could also die in week one, too, if you make that wager. Yeah, it's four turnovers. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. yeah, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Between the two, uh, the bet I like is Miami under nine and a half. I do agree with that one. I like that. Now, they should be able to put up some points. Derek King, I guess he's going to be okay. Remember, he's coming off the ACL. Everybody says he's going to be ready for week one. We'll see. We'll see if he's right. When he's healthy, sure. He can get the offense rolling. Uh, my concern about North Carolina, and yeah, I have a lot more faith in North Carolina than I do Miami, even though the win total is the same. Um, I agree with you there. Uh, Tar Heels, 42 points per game. 42 points per game a year ago. Uh, Mac, Mac Brown going into season number three. Uh, a lot is on Howell. A lot. He impressed a year ago, but they had arguably the best running back tandem in football last year, and they're both gone. They're both gone. Javante Williams and Michael Carter both drafted pretty high. And then um, they're losing their wide receiver combo as well. So now the heat is really going to be on Howell and what he's going to be able to do. I have faith in him. I do, but that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, you had a great offense last year. The quarterback's back. Everything's fine. Well, hold on. His four greatest weapons on offense are all gone. The flip side is he gets his entire offensive line back, though. So it should sure. be protected to find those guys, and they'll scheme it up. And they get 10 returning starters on defense, which I like a lot You know, with that. I'll, I'll take them plus money to win this side of the ACC. Joe, the, the one team I want to touch on, not at the top, Virginia Tech. It, just, it feels like this is going the wrong direction. You mentioned the old days with Frank Beamer and the special teams. I would take yeah. their under of seven and a half. I mean, they lost three offensive linemen, including one to the first round of the NFL draft in, uh, in Darashaw. And you look at the end of the season last year, look at their defense. They were giving up 35 or more routinely at the end. They have to go and play uh, at West Virginia. They play at Carolina. I, I think this is going to be a down year uh, for, for Virginia Tech. The, the days of Frank Beamer and upsets on Saturday night on ESPN, they're past us. That's not coming back anytime soon. I As we go through this ACC, I see a lot of coaches getting fired at the end of the year. Like a lot. Well, isn't that what happens when you have a, a superpower? This, is, this isn't what the SEC was yeah. for a lot of years, as everyone tried to like, oh, what are we going to do? We have Alabama. Well, there's an Alabama in this conference. It's Clemson. You can't compete. Yeah, Fuente might be one of those guys that gets fired. Uh, Pitt's interesting. We talked a little bit about them last week. Pat Narduzzi, listen, they, they just can't score. That's a problem. They're going to win with their defense. And uh, how much are they going to be able to win? Like some of these uh, places that rank uh, position groups, in the conference, if you look at all the position groups on the Pittsburgh side, like ninth, 10th, 11th quarterback, they're 10th, 11th offensive line, running backs, receivers, ninth, 10th. It's like, there's not a lot of optimism with the offense. And I, I certainly understand it. They're going to win with defense when you're at seven uh, to win my over bet with Pitt, I've got to get to eight. Not a lot of wiggle room there. I don't feel great about it. Well, it's hard, too, in the modern game. Right? Like the, the, it's like the team is built for 1997. Like They yeah. won a lot of games in 97. If, when you're in a conference that teams score 40 and 50 routinely, it's hard. You know, sometimes um, we get caught up in, oh, continuity is all good. It's all great in college football. Wait, all, all those starters? You got 20 returning starters? You're going to have an amazing year. Not always. Sometimes th there, there's a reason. 
Like you don't see that takeoff after a few years. Kenny Pickett, the pit quarterback, this is his fourth year as a starter. I mean, we're not talking about Pickett much. Right. And also, let's be real. If, if players are that good and yeah. juniors, some of them go to the NFL. If they're all coming back, no, they don't want to go to the NFL yet. I, I wonder if we're going to be talking about Bronco Mendenhall, David Cutcliffe as a couple of guys that could go at the end of the year. I would think not, but possibly. Joe O, Joe G, that's our quick look at the ACC. We'll continue to do that throughout the week with the Power of Five conferences. Coming up next, Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough. Our team's getting in trouble for tampering. We'll get the details next. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.